Okay, now it's recording. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't know you could do that. I can. That's a good noise. We're here. We're here. We're, this is our third time recording this? This is our third try. <laughs> it's fine. Well, the, well, to be honest, the first one was technically a test. It was a test. Yeah, and the second one was just a very failed attempt. True. Yeah, but, um, but we're here now. So this is Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, I'm your host, Marta. And I'm Asia. Um, we do have nicknames for you, so Marta is Slick Nick Nasty. And I'm Little Dick Nick. <laughs> little Dick Nick or Little Nick Dick? Little Dick Nick? I think it's Little Dick Nick. Little Dick Nick. Well, because if it's Little Nick Dick. No, that doesn't make no, sense. That, no, that's not. It doesn't work that way. Um, so anyway, so this is Gone in 60 Seconds. It's, um, you know, a podcast where two girls watch all of Nicolas Cage's movies in chronological order by release date um, and discuss each one in depth. In enough depth. In enough depth. Because we could never go that deep. There's, we would have to yeah. have him here. It, yeah. And maybe someday. Someday. If you're out there listening, Nick. <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas Coppola. So I guess basically what, why we wanted to do this is because I had already started the journey because um, Nick Cage is actually has not missed a movie since the year 1981. So every, like on average, he's in one to six movies a year. Yeah, it could definitely be like multiple movies. It's crazy. Like I was looking at, I was looking at what's coming out and right now it's oh, yeah. like. It's like seven There's movies. like seven of them. And this like, year, right? Um, well, this year I think I think it was like it's like five, but like in the next, like from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty is supposed to be like there's like four that are in pre production, like three that are filming, two that are in post production. It's like something crazy like that. That's insane. So that means like at this rate, we'll always have something to talk about. Yeah, I mean, like this is like could just go forever until he dies, I guess. Oh. Uh, no, never mind. Uh, Rest in peace. I just all of a sudden, like, all these flashes of, like, depression, just of, like, how the town would lose hope. Because <laughs> we, we need him. Our, our jester is gone. Our, our, that's, yeah, he is. He's, he's our Prince Jester. Oh, I love him. Which I know you can't really be a prince and a jester. I, I think he can be whatever you he know, wants. You know, he, he is who he chooses to be, which is pretty much anything he wants. <laughs> but still him. It's still him. It's like he's not necessarily acting per se. I he's mean, this is all we Nicolas all Nicolas Cage this. as. Yeah. Character. <laughs> yes. So method. So method. But like not in like a... Um, Sophisticated kind of way. Yeah. In, a, in, a, like, in an attempt. He's like a DIY's dream. He, for some reason, I was thinking about this the other day when we were watching Vice with okay. Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about how he is like, I want to see Nick Cage attempting to play Christian Bale mm. because Christian Bale is so overly method. Oh, yeah. That like half the time you're like, this is just Christian Bale being Christian Bale with Dick Cheney makeup on. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like Nick is like attempting that, but his acting level isn't at, as intense. Well, I feel like it was kind of like what you were telling me about your piano playing, where you never really learned to read music. You just learned to memorize what you saw being played. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of like his version of method acting is like, I'm just going to watch a bunch of stuff and copy it. Whereas yeah. like Christian Bale is over here like, I am Dick Cheney. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Not, I mean, like to each their own. Like, it's, no, it's definitely. great either way. Yeah. They're, but, they're, I mean, they're all entertaining. 
Um, but I guess, okay, so sorry, rant over. No, um, that was amazing. <laughs> Our chemistry is so good. Oh, my God. Oh, I guess a little bit about us is that Asia and I are roommates and spend, like, pretty much every second that we have together. We're pretty much in a romantic relationship, but we just, like, never touch each other. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I mean, your hair was soft today, so I pet it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I cleaned it. But she asked me to. I exfoliated for this. <laughs> you exfoliated your hair? No, my whole body. Got it. <laughs> I was like, that I don't get it. I, I exfoliated for the podcast, <laughs> which is in Asia's room in our house. And I'm wearing pajamas and... <laughs> I'm wearing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and Asia's completely naked. <laughs> oh, we have fun. Um, so anyways, okay, so, so... First on the roster. First on the roster is... <laughs> 1983's Valley Girl, which, um, so technically his first movie was like a made-for-TV movie in 1981 called The Best of Times. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I have no fucking idea what that was about. No, um, I, I tried to find YouTube videos and stuff or whatever, I couldn't really find it. And Tag I, with it. Mm. Yeah, and th- I mean, that was when he was Nicholas Coppola, because for those of you who don't know, he is Francis Ford Coppola's nephew, so... Yeah. Um, nepotism, maybe. Maybe. Mm. So, uh, so that so that was his first movie, and then his second movie was uh, he's featured in Fast Times at Richmond High, and that was in 1982. But he's only in like a like a two minute scene. Yeah, he just works as like a burger boy, a burger boy. Yeah, he's actually like super adorable. No, in a little hat. he's so cute. Like that's something that is gonna be a theme for at least the first like ten movies. I think. It's no, like, it's not. It's six. Oh, it's six movies. Because seven. Or no, no. No, you're right. It is 10. It's, it's going like, to be around 10. It's like around 10. Because, yeah. like, unpopular opinion, but <laughs> Nicolas Cage is kind of hot in the 80s. Yeah. My, like, like, when his mouth is closed. When his mouth is closed. I mean, I, you know, I give a pass. You can't control your teeth. What did you call them? Tombstone teeth? Tombstone teeth. <laughs> They're a little a far of... apart. They're a little round. They're crooked from, like, years of, <laughs> you know. Opening bottles with them. <laughs> probably um but he he is no honestly like so okay so asia and i had started this journey and i was like i'm gonna watch them all i want to see this person's career i don't know if the word um grow is because it doesn't i mean he grows but like his acting doesn't he morphs he he morphs um but i i wanted to watch his like you know growth of like 30 years of his life 30 plus years of his life and so I started watching him and Asia just like happened to be like oh I'll watch him with you hell yeah so that's why we were like well if we're already doing this and we're so funny (laughs) so funny like I'm like peeing myself right as we speak and no and she's naked so it's going everywhere (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah so we were so we were like oh well well, fuck it we'll just do a podcast because like we're both extremely narcissistic oh yeah I'm, like, loving this. I'm going to listen back to this. I don't give a fuck if anybody else listens. I'm going to listen, and I'm going to put your parts on mute and listen to myself. You can't. That, you can't. No, we're on the same track. I know. I know. Like, you can't do that. I have the headphones on. I can hear, I can hear myself. <laughs> Is your pitch good? It's not. <laughs> but you were, well, you were telling me stuff about, um, like, what, he, for his audition for Fast Times. Oh, yeah. So... Second second movie technically is Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and he was initially going after the lead that Sean Penn later took of Piccoli. Uh, and Valley Girl, the whole thing with Valley Girl is that it's supposed to be his, quote, comeback movie 
because he's like in high school and everything. It's very similar. But he flunked out of his audition because the improvisations they were having him doing were getting a little weird. Oh, question mark. No more they didn't information say than else. that. It's just that they were getting weird. Well, they're like, dot, 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 it's Nick Cage. So, <laughs> so prolonged eye contact <laughs> yeah. and probably saying some like, I don't know. Pervy weird shit. Yeah, like I, feel I like was he's gonna, weirdly pervy. He's probably like into some weird stuff. I oh I, I hope so. Um, <laughs> I still oh and by the way like my obsession with Nick Cage for those of you who know me is like ridiculous like all over my laptop I've got the earrings we got oh my yeah. my eye mask is Nick Cage's eyes they're just wide open they're just prolonged wide open. eye contact oh exactly <laughs> he has no lids no but. He actually removed them after Valley Girl. <laughs> um, speaking of that fact. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that fact. I don't even fact. know where to start. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. We should really start talking about this. Uh, about the actual movie. Yeah. Okay. So. Valley so Girl. So he didn't. So he didn't get Richmond High. No. So this is his comeback. This is his comeback where he's the lead and he plays Randy, a guy from Los Angeles. A.K.A. The City. A.K.A. From, well, he's from Hollyweird. He's from Hollyweird. <laughs> oh, that's going to be an overwhelming thing for the rest of the podcast episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, this one in particular. Um, Because his counterpart, Julie, is a valley girl. Yeah. She's up in the valley over by Van Nuys. And Van Nuys like, Boulevard. Van Nuys Boulevard. And they spend all their time at the Galleria, but it's not really the Galleria because they couldn't get the budget and Fast Times was shooting there. Is that true? <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> Wait, so they were, were they shooting around the same time? I'm confused. Yeah, they were. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Because then he was also, so... So Martha Cool, what, what's her name? Yeah, Martha Coolidge. Martha Coolidge is the director of Valley Girl, um, and she originally I was reading she wanted someone who is like attractive but easily obtainable. Like it said that specifically, it was like but like definitely obtainable, like average so, but like slightly above. Right, and so like barely. They saw his teeth and they were like, well, "We need him. Oh, he's perfect. <laughs> he's perfect." And because his teeth aren't, but um. <laughs> He so she like saw his headshot on a pile and was like I must have him. So at this point he started sending because the first two movies he's Nicholas Coppola and then at this point he's sending out his stuff as Nick Cage Nicholas Cage because he doesn't you know want to be he wants his own success and so she found it and she called him or like they they wanted they wanted him but he couldn't do it because he was filming Rumblefish which is, um, was filming at the same time, but that's his next movie because it's released like six months later with uh, Francis Ford Coppola. So she called production and was like, I need him. Like, how can we make this work? Mm. And that's when she found out that he was a Coppola. But, I mean, it worked out because they, they got him. So I think I said already it's loosely based off of Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Randy boy, and Julie. City boy, valley girl. Yes. Your typical 80s, like extreme stereotypes of like the grunge punk who's lost and he okay you know i was thinking about this during the movie is he this was our second time watching it because we had needed a refresher and he you never see his living situation and one of the fun facts about him during the movie again method actor method method um, he was living out of his car during filming because he was like, I want to get into character. Jesus Christ. And at first I was like, 
what how does that he's not i don't under so he's maybe just a he teenager literally lives in his car but then i was like okay because i mean he has a car yeah you know he does it looked clean though it looked cleanish so but um i mean it was a, and it was a convertible so but he doesn't have parents in that movie either. No, he's got no one. He's got Fred and he's got all the people at Viper, what I assume was Viper Room. And like all the like young men walking down the street who holler at him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he. So <laughs> we're getting this. This movie's just got so many elements. So we're getting all over the place. But essentially, right. The whole she she is breaking up with her boyfriend because uh, he's like a tool. And she's just like <laughs> she literally says. His name's Tommy, and he's a douchebag. Like, your typical, you know, pop collar, bulging pants. The whole movie. Parts his hair down the middle. Yeah, parts his hair down the middle. That's all you have to say. Yeah, he's a preppy fuck. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) she, she literally says to him in, like, the opening, like, five minutes... It's like, I'm totally not in love with you anymore, Tommy, because he didn't call her in like two days. Oof. So she's high maintenance. We've established that off the bat. Um, <laughs> first world problem. First world. But first of all, the, the opening shot of the film, we have to discuss it, is just like the most nauseating, shaky aerial view of Los Angeles. And it's... It's, it's not even Los Angeles, though. It's, no. It's the Hollywood sign and then over the hill. Yeah. And, like, it, and it's, like, zooming in on, like, things where you're, like, what's your focus? It's like, like, I don't get it. It's, like, so on the nose. It's, like, I'm looking at dirt right now, but I get it. Like, <laughs> but I get it. I get it, but it's, like, I'm looking at only at dirt and, like, well, there's some clouds. So, was there? Probably not. Smog, sorry. <laughs> smog, there was I smog. It. Um, but the, actually, you know, if you think about it, if you think of the juxtaposition of, like, the Galleria that they show in the shot, and then it gets into the dirt, it's, it's the contrast between... Oh, wow. Randy and Julie's life. So really, it's actually a very sophisticated art film. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny because Rumblefish is a very sophisticated art film. It is. It's very, very different. Um, But that's next episode. Next episode. um, Next time on Gone in 60 Seconds. (laughs) I was thinking about that. I was like, should it be Gone in 60 Seconds or Gone in 60 Minutes? Because let's be honest, it's going to be. No, no, no. I mean, obviously. Did I say it right? No, you said seconds. Okay. But I was thinking, I was like, hey, but, but it's not going to be a minute-long podcast. That would like, be I got stupid. Really, in, I was a little high. <laughs> <laughs> we're just honest here. We are just honest here. Um, this, oh, sorry. Go on. I was, I was basically just saying, like, they, they meet at a party because, you know, the, gir- the girls in the valley are having, like, the preppy party, which was ridiculous because their parents were home, which you wouldn't even be able to tell. But it's like the single mom. I, but then who was that fucker in the beginning? That was I just a date of hers? I have no... I guess. The mom's a hoe. The mom is a hoe. There are many quirks this movie and many subplots. And one of the subplots is Susie's mom's a hoe. Susie's mom is definitely a hoe. And she's the same age. Oh, yeah. They're totally like oh, nine years apart max. Maybe. All of the parents in this movie, like, it looks like a student film where everyone's like the same age playing the grandpa. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like shit like that. Like... First run through, it was hard for me to differentiate. I was like, who's this bitch talking to her? Yeah. And I was and like, she's like she? Mom, I'm going to go talk to Skip. It's like, <laughs> um, okay, Mom. <laughs> she's like, here, here's a spread. Like, they're like handing out food at this party and making sushi with like peanut butter. Yeah. It was like the, I was like, okay, 80s Valley. Like, like I'm just going to shove. I'm gonna be honest. I don't eat sushi. I don't even know what it's made of, other than it's not peanut butter. Well, I, 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 I know it's that. not peanut butter, but what do you wrap it around? <laughs> what do you wrap it around? Seaweed. seaweed. Oh yeah, fuck seaweed. that. That's nasty. Oh, it's delicious. 
It's okay. Peanut butter and seaweed? Oh, yeah. No, no, definitely no. not. <laughs> That's what I, I was, was like, sushi in general, no. definitely. Um, I can't speak on behalf of I'm the sushi. You're not privy. <laughs> I'm not privy to the world of sushi and uh, so seafood cuisine. <laughs> you're like, I don't even know what to pair sushi with. <laughs> so rice. It, it, rice. <laughs> it is a sticky rice. Um, so, I mean, off the bat, I guess... Basically, the takeaway from this movie is like Asia. Asia likes it. Oh, I love this movie. I it's I, so stupid. I really fucking hate it. Like, okay, <laughs> okay, but here's okay. Here's my thing. Okay, we're in 2019, almost in 2016 for some reason. <laughs> oh, girl, we're that in was the worst year. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we're in 2019, and meme culture is alive and well. Mm-hmm. And I know last time we tried to record this, I said meme like three times, and I'm already up to two now. <laughs> It's really we were like, this is a bad start. They're like these millennials. <laughs> however, yeah. however, I really think that the humor in this can be considered meme-like. Okay, yeah. And yeah. in that way, uh. I think it's held up over time. And it is still kind of amusing in sort of that way where when you look at memes on Reddit, you hate yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, I, and you know, I, oh, I'm, I'm bumping shit. Is that loud? Um, I never really hate myself about memes because, like, I think that it's a very weird, like, it's sophisticated in the sense that you have to know how to be able to dumb yourself down to appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And then I try and show something to my parents, and they're like, I don't... They're like, but what? And they're like, oh, it's funny because, like, he was eating a burger. I'm like, no, what? No. <laughs> like, so that's when I start to realize, I'm like, oof. No, I totally, I think I've told you about when I showed my dad the dad thermostat thing. I don't know this. The one, okay, so it's like, I think it's basically oh, an image of like things my dad loves to do. And it's like <laughs> yelling at you to turn down the thermostat or like doing your dishes or whatever. And I showed it to my dad and he was like, I don't get it. And I'm like. Do you think it's funny? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, he's like, are you trying to tell me that you touched the thermostat? <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. He's like, he's Asia, like, it's at 71 always. Oh, no, it's at 65, hon. <laughs> oh, we were a 71 family, but oh, I'm not even, oh my God, don't even get me started on my dad and the fucking thermostat. No, but he was now like, now he's a nightmare. He was like, no, yeah, because like, I like telling you guys to keep the thermostat down. I'm like, yeah. He's like, but what's the joke? I'm like that's that's the that's that the joke. is the joke. It's funny. It's Who, can relate? Who can relate? Who can relate? <laughs> I just want to die today. <laughs> Who can relate? Um, uh, oh my god, we are getting this so is far off. Also, like one, this is our both of our first podcast. We don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Yeah. Um, and two, we're gonna like loosely, we're gonna mostly find excuses for us to talk about whatever the fuck we want to. Um, but, I mean, we'll still, I mean, we will discuss the movies. And we're, we should now. Yeah. Uh, so, like. But it's, I'm just saying there's going to be derailing. Oh. And, like, we just need you to be able to, like, follow that. I'm sorry. At least we're funny, you know? I think We're personable. So. I, yeah. It's like, who can relate? <laughs> just shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, who are we talking about now? Oh, I was just going to say, the first thing I kind of want to talk about is, like, the great thing about this movie, for me at least, is we're used to movies being set in the 80s. Oh, yeah. This is a movie about the 80s during the 80s. Yeah, an early 80s. Early. Because it's 1983. Yeah. So 
the oh my god the costume design alone crazy it's gr- it's crazy because like we were watching with our friend today and she was like oh my god the costumes are so good i was like no 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 but it's not even costumes they just That's came in their regular clothes like this is yeah like this is what this is like what it would look like like a high school party scene today for them is that yeah and and um so yeah that was really interesting because every time you watch anything that is like trying to be set in the 80s, like Stranger Things or whatever, like they do a good job and you can definitely feel it. Mm -hmm. But then when you watch actual 80s stuff or actual 60s, 70s, whatever, and seeing what the actual outfits are, they're like so much uglier. No, yeah. Well, (laughs) because that's what we were talking about when we did the photo shoot was like, I feel like when stuff gets set in the past, it's too stylized. Yeah. Like the people who are teasing their hair and like putting shitty eyeliner on are like doing a bad job. Yeah. And they're not having someone do it for them. It's not like today. Right. So it's like, it's more real. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. The flyaways in this movie, Valley Girl. Amazing. <laughs> so much flyaways. But it's, so it's, uh, so Julie is, um, they're at this party you know, she's ready for something different because all these prep guys, like, they're so boring and, like, totally Even though they're, bitching, like, so but, hot. But she's like, oh, I feel like a piece of furniture. So I'm, like, done with that. I want to be an ottoman. <laughs> like, not a couch anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, so they so they meet at a party and, you know, it's the whole, like, he's from a different world than she is. And so all her friends, she's got, like, a group of four girls. They're, like you know, not into this whole, like, why are you going crazy? And, like, hanging out with this, like, gross... They call him, like, a scab at one point. Like, suddenly they're like, he's slummy and gross. I mean, because it's Nicolas Cage. But, um... In this party of all these valley girls, him and his friend Fred... Fred. ...walk in with their dyed hair and their red clothes and their leather pants. They're they're matching, too, which is fantastic. And from across the room. Oh. Oh, no prolonged eye contact it's not across the room oh. it's four fucking feet like it's the distance you and i are sitting right now oh you're right though <laughs> like <laughs> but maybe for production reasons they didn't have enough extras to put in between them maybe <laughs> they're just they're just it's prolonged eye contact from nick oh yeah like she's smiling and giggling she's like oh my god this guy's <laughs> looking at me like talking at this <laughs> level and he's right fucking there asia was like he can hear you <laughs> like he's right there well and then his and then him and his friend are like yo like this party sucks. And then, but then Nick Cage is like, no, man, like, look at that girl over there. She's looking at you. He's like, oh, really? But they're all literally like right next right, to each other. Right, right. They're like the same distance away from when you're at like Domo 77 with like another party. <laughs> and they're like, it's like one fucking table. That's like the distance that they're at. But um, yeah, so that's when they meet, that's when they lock eyes. And she's like, ooh, who's that hunk with the teeth? What did I call him? A stumbling hunk. A stumbling hunk. Oh, because technically, technically, he is introduced to the movie earlier. They see each other at the beach, and they're in, in Santa Monica and, like, talking shit about everybody around them. And then um, he, they're like, who's that hunk? And, like, here we see, who's that boy? Like, Nick. <laughs> it's me, galloping <laughs> in. <laughs> but he's, like, he's, like, tr- like, it's, like, I mean, running in the sand is hard. I get it. And when you're 6'4", and, like, a lanky, lengthy, wet boy... <laughs> He's like tripping his way through there and it's like, oh, just the best, one of the best introduction scenes for him. Totally. Because he's like super fit and skinny. But yeah, he's also, got a ripped bod. I don't know if any of you know this from like. Just watch Valley Girl. Just, watch the first 10 minutes. Just oh, and You'll it. have knowledge. If you want to watch something though that, mm, I'm not even going to rep this yet because no, we'll do it later. It's not time. I know. Um, but he has the worst body hair. 
We'll get, well, so another fun fact is the production had to shave his chest because they were like, yo, bro, this is out of control. And so he's running on the beach with, like, wet body, like, big, gaping, saggy mouth. Like, his mouth is just always, like, that's my issue with his kissing is that he drags his, like, big ass lips across girls faces like i know you guys can't see me making this face but it sounds like this <gasps> yeah yeah <gasps> <laughs> because it's nick so he's making that actual noise <gasps> but he but he yeah he's just and he's got this like triangle v like perfectly cut triangle v chest hair and it's so obnoxious so obnoxious and it's perfect so then yeah so then they see the girls whatever they end up at the party and that's how he hears about the parties yeah interacting with them well, well kind of being in their they proximity eavesdrop. this is this goes into why he's creepy he's so fucking creepy in this whole movie and it's because he his friend eavesdrops they find the address because these bitches are just like Oh, it's it's gonna be the best party of the year. They're supposed to be best friends, so she should know her fucking address. Yeah. She shouldn't say what's her address. Yeah, they're supposed to be best fucking friends. First of all, I'm heated. I hate this movie. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things that are wrong with it. I, I hate's a strong word. I guess it is fun, but anyways, fuck it. Um, so <laughs> then. Yeah, so they like, or he's like, oh, like, we gotta go to the valley. We gotta go to the valley. There's all these chicks. And Nick's like, I don't wanna go to the valley. I'm not, I don't feel like going to the valley, man. And me, Which, we, we're just sitting there, like, same. <laughs> fucking same. Um, yeah, so they're, so they're at the party, whatever. They finally start talking, but it's not talking because it's her being cute. And, and him, him just like staring. Staring and like mumbling at her until her ex boyfriend sees. Tommy, the and douche. Decides to fucking punch him. Yeah, like so, like sucker punch, like real hard. Two friends holding him, like punching him in the gut, and of course Julie does nothing because she sucks. No, nobody at the party does because Everyone's they're all like, just like oh. they're all like Susie's mom's hot. Like, She's making whoa. sushi, and so so he gets, she spiked the punch. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, for real. So she um so they so they get thrown out. And so they leave the party or whatever, and they cut to the next scene, and it's just them driving, and like the car slams, and Nick gets out, and this is the first of the Nick Cage, like the why. Asia and I are gonna whenever we talk about Nick Cage's freak out moments, we're gonna call them the "This is why we're here" moments. Yes, because oh my this God. is why this we're is here. This is why we're here, and you have to do the little clapping. Yeah, this is why, why we're, we're here. here. <laughs> that was perfect. I love us. I love us. Oh my God, I love you. <gasps> I love Nick Cage. Shit, fuck. <laughs> but um, but that uh, we're gonna derail. Hey, hold on. We can do this. Grab on. Um. So the reason we're gonna call them this is why we're here. Moments is because Asia and I went to go see Mandy, mm-hmm. one of the most recent ones. Oh, beautiful. Can't wait to get to that one. Um, mm-hmm. and in the movie, the Nick Cage freakout finally happens, and it's a big one. And Asia turns to me in the theater and goes this is why we're here. And I was like cracking up and I was like, this is why we're here. So good. So now every time we watch the movies, anytime he starts to break, we're like, oh, this is why we're here. <laughs> like, um, so um, yeah, so the first freak out happens. And this one, we decided to start rating them because there's so there's so many different scenarios in which he freaks out. And I think this one is a funny starter one because it is almost like they're teens, mm-hmm. they're lame, Hormones. they got emotions. Mm. Yeah, like so deep. He's so real and deep. He's so deep and misunderstood. Mm. Um, but so yeah, he like gets out of the car and he's like, Who the fuck was that guy? And like kicks the car and, <laughs> and Fred's like, This is my mom's car, stop. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, what I wrote it down. He kicks the car and he starts and he's like yelling. He's like, "Who is that fucking guy?" He's like, "I was doing all right with that chick, man." And he said, "No one's, no one's gonna tell me who, 
no one's going to tell me who to score with or something like that. Like, who I can score with. He's like, she's into me, and I'm into her, and no No. one's going to stop if we're into each other. Yeah, he was like, like, no one's going to tell me who I get to score with. Oh, yeah, who I get to score with. And so they go back to the party. And but they don't go in. But they don't go in. And no, it's no. funny because they pull in at a giant-ass diagonal in the fucking driveway of a parent's house. It's just like, wow, alpha move. <laughs> right. And he climbs through the window in oh. the bathroom. Yeah. Which is carpeted, 80s. Oh, my God. just want to say. So fucking disgusting. Um, so nasty. Um, so he hides in the shower, which is like... There is not a shower curtain it's to hide. It's frosted behind. glass. It's frosted glass. So there's a, clearly a like his head sticking out of the top. He's too tall. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. So he so it's like ridiculous that he's like, oh, I'm just gonna sit in here and like wait for her because everyone can see. I don't know. What logic is that? I, it's just so go it's back just creepy as fuck. So he's standing in the shower, and just people keep coming in and stuff, and it's like he, we see the first parrot tits, which oh, is because there are at least four. At least four. Because Martha Coolidge had to do that in order to maintain the male gaze and attention. Yeah. They were like, you can make this movie, you woman director, but... Show tits. Show tits. <laughs> tits or go home. <laughs> right? Tits or go home. Which, like, bumper sticker material, yeah, I would. I know. Like, I'm throwing them out left and right. <laughs> well, I was just naked. <laughs> <laughs> My tits are out. My tits are out. Um, I'm home already, though. <laughs> yeah, we're in your room. Fuck. I just have to walk downstairs. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so this motherfucker's in there, like, watching people make out. Just, like, eyes over the top. Smoking dope. Smoking, people are smoking dope. Taking Finally, she shoots. comes in, and he's, like, making all these weird, like, faces and shit in there. Like, he's, like, pretending to shoot them from, like, behind the glass. Right. Like, oh! <laughs> he's opening his mouth way too, bu- way too wide. I think, I think Nick Cage saw an opportunity to test out more acting in that. He's like, I'm... <laughs> Villain in this scene. He was trying uh. to compensate for the bad improvisation. Yeah. <laughs> for fast times. For fast times, exactly. Um, but so he finally sees her and she's like not creeped out at all. And you she's know. like, Oh my god, what are you doing here? This is crazy. And right. He's like, I think we should get out of here. What? Like, you can't go back down to the party. And, and he's just standing there with his mouth open. Like, I, there's no way during this whole movie they're standing that close to each other and he's not just breathing in her face because his mouth is agape. Oh, uh, but here's the thing. She must have freaking liked it because they started dating halfway through. True. Yeah. So they're so they're dating in real life. So the chemistry is insane. It's so movie. crazy. It's I really so know. real. It's so real and so deep. <laughs> oh, so as deep as he is tall. <laughs> um, but yeah. So she leaves with him, and then you know, cut to montage of them dating, and because everything's going really well for a while. Yeah. Like, like to, to the point where, like, the first time we watched it, I was like, but where's the conflict? Yeah, like, there is no conflict. <laughs> like, wow, this montage is 20 minutes long. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, and obviously at this point, we've seen so many scenes of them making out, and, like, the kissing is just, ugh. Like, he's got these big-ass hands. He's just, like, sucking the soul out of these people. Yeah, like, like their, via their mouth their and, bodies, and nose. Their bodies aren't touching. No. It's just the whole face. They yeah. become one in the face. But it doesn't look like he ever uses the muscles in his mouth. Like, it literally is just like... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, maybe he's good at it. But the but the but then the conflict starts to come in, which is the whole, you know, obviously, like, her friends are like, this isn't you. Like, what the fuck? Like, you can't bring him to parties. Which is so funny because Tommy Pickles. Oh, because Tommy Pickles. So one of the friends is... Uh, oh, what's that actress? Daily. 
Liz Daly. Liz Daly? Yeah, yeah. She um she plays one of the friends, um, Lauren. Her name's Lauren. Spelled L O R Y N because it's the valley and like, and like we're we chic like and cool. Special. And it's like the we Go 80s to the gallery. And like all my parents were deadheads, but like you know. <laughs> just hers. Just just hers. Just hers. Well and Julie's. No, that's what that's what yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh. Because we don't I don't think we ever see Tommy no. Pickles is um but Lauren, yeah, she's one of the friends and she's a slut because at that party she totally hooks up with Tommy. Tommy, Tommy Pickles Tommy and, Tommy and Tommy the character. <laughs> and he I mean, this poor girl, like he totally takes advantage. Oh, he, yeah, uh, I, I feel bad calling her a slut. She's not really. No, she's just like uh, he targeted her. He did target and her. And she was drunk. Yeah. And then he sucked on her boobies. Yeah. We don't know if there was sex, but like a tongue touched a nipple Definitely. in front of us. In front of sure. us. So second pair of boobs. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, it's just like the whole conflict of, you know, she's like, well, we're from different worlds. I can't be with him. And the friends are like, it's us or him, blah, blah, blah. So she like gets back together with Tommy for them. And it's like so dumb because she has like no autonomy at all. She's just like going to her friends and is like, so, like, do you think I should get back together with Tommy? And Liz Daly's like, do you think that would make you happier? And she's like, so you think I should stay with Randy? And she's like, well, I don't know about that. And she's like, so I should get back together with Tommy. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> she even asks her dad. Her dad's like, what do you want? And she's like, like, but that wasn't the question that I asked. <laughs> she was like, you have to tell me it's like what is expected of me. It's like smarter than her. Yeah. She just, I, yeah, she, I mean, she, I mean, she's cute because they're both kind of ugly in, like, a cute way. Yeah. Um, I want to hear their teeth clink together. Yeah. <laughs> Aw. Little bucktooth babies. She's just gummy and she's got dimples all over her face, which are adorable, but, and I, she's got a dope-ass mullet. I really liked her hair. Um, <laughs> which I'm kind of, like, rocking the opposite. True, though. She's got an undercut. Yeah. Long in the front and party in the back. (laughs) I don't know. You know, all in all, the conflict is he loses the girl because he's not right for her. He doesn't deserve her. And so she goes back to, like, Prince Asshole Charming. In every, you know, this is the same for everything. And then eventually, you know, the whole graduate scene and him pulling her out of the, the prom and... Taking her away. Like, the ending scene of the movie is very it's, similar to The Graduate. I, I was thinking the same thing. Where they're sitting... At, in the back seat They're sitting together. right like that, and she looks like she's wearing a wedding dress, because her prom dress is lace, so much lace in totally. this movie. Because it's actually the 80s. Um, but before all of that, he freaks out again. Yeah. Second freak out. Yeah. So, essentially, he gets the, he gets the girl in the end. That's the whole thing. Now let's dissect into the actual... <laughs> So the so so what the conflict is is she doesn't even she tells her friends that she breaks up with him but she does not even talk to him about she it. She doesn't. She just starts like ignoring him and to the point that she he's like coming to her house and being like Julie. Yeah, well he walk the first time he shows up and he's like, "Hey." And she's like, "Why are you here? You can't be here." And he's like, "What?" And he like hits the door open like strongly like as she tries to close it. Like, he's like, "I love you." And it's like kind of sweet. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, I just wanted to tell you that I love you." And she starts crying. And, and he's she goes, like, "You can't talk to me anymore. Like I'm not talking to you." And he goes, what the fuck? Like, he starts, like, immediately. <laughs> you stupid bitch. So if the first one is, like, a three, the first freak out when he kicks the car, if that's, like, a 3.1. Three, five repeating. Yeah, that, on a, on a scale of 10, I give him a score of, like, 3.15. Cool. And um, this one, I don't, we didn't really talk about it. What do you? 
honestly, it's not like crazy. No. It's like I would say baseline like four point eight. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm... give it like point six of a point because of the revenge sex scene afterwards. Yeah. Well, and also, and also because it's pretty funny. Oh yeah, like his, him like yelling at her immediately, and he's like, you know what? I mean, he's not wrong, but he's like, you know what? Fuck your friends, fuck you. He's like, this is between us. Like, they're not involved. And and then he goes, he's sta- he's standing. So she's like crying in her doorway, and he oh, walks so down sweet. at the end of the of the walk up, and he's just standing there going, like, fuck off. For sure, like totally, and then he storms <laughs> off. And so I think he deserves at least that yeah. point six for for that alone. So was like hilarious. five point four. Yeah, I give it. That's a good. So yeah. five point four. It's for like this an one. average level freak out. It's like yeah. it's like a fair freak out. Yeah, it's a good introduction into his career. I think totally. Um, but so so he goes back to his home of the Viper Room. It's just it just cuts to him crying and drinking out of a brown paper bag in the parking lot and, until like literally the club owner is like, "Dude, what the fuck? You look terrible. Get in <laughs> he's, here." Well, he's like stumbling and crying and like talking to himself. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and then he walks up and he's like, "Hey, man." how are you and all these people because he's so they've gone to the club before he's taken the girls to the Victorious. club the first night so Victorious like Nick yeah like he he's known there everyone's like hey man what up and all these girls are like Nick and or Randy whatever the fuck his name is and I keep calling it Viper Room just for lack there of a better because it's exactly what I expect of Viper Room in the 80s um yeah so when he's there he's drunk as fuck and I love drunk Nick. Oh, he's great. He's his eyes are even more close than usual. Yeah. Some well, so they're like regular. <laughs> um, but because <laughs> no eyelids. Um, but he, yeah, he's. I don't know where the. I mean, the girl was hot. Samantha. Sam- oh, is her name Samantha? Yeah. She comes up to him and she starts making out with him and he's like, hey, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I was looking for you. She's like, no, you weren't. And I haven't been looking for you either. For two months. So now we know that this whole like montage of relationship with him and fucking Julie has only been two months. Two months. That's eight weeks, fam. I mean, I get it. It's high school. That's totally different. It is different. She's like making out with him hard, and he's so drunk, and he's like spitting on her. Essentially, I just imagine drool everywhere. Uh, yeah, that that one, that noise, that mouth. Um, and then she's like, "Let's make up." And so they go into the bathroom, and they bone. Yeah, they they fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Asia just boy. She picked up our notes. And I thought she was going to point to something that I should mention. And she, she picked up our notes and she just points at a, at a picture of a smiley face she'd drawn. But it's like, it's got like saggy eyelids like Nick Cage. Like it's a really creepy face. I'll take a picture of it. I'll post it on the Instagram so you That's can good. see what we're talking about. Mm. Um, so. You can talk about her parents a little bit. Yeah, no. So, so um, I think the only other thing that happens with this drunk instance is he leaves. He gets thrown out of the bar Almost gets in his fight. Fred comes out of nowhere and saves him. Mm. And then Nick Cage is just like face pressed in an alley, just like vomiting, being like, (laughs) don't touch me, leave me alone. And that's when they're like, well, let's go get her back. And we then, can get her back. Oh, my God. Actually, we, I'm sorry. We have to talk about this montage of him getting her back. Oh, because it's special. It's so good. Yeah, it is actually really good. I somehow, I don't know where I was the first time we watched it, but I'd never seen that part. Oh, weird. Like, I, I was confused by it because I was like, I don't know. You're probably pooping. I probably I'm I'm often pooping <laughs> for a long time. 
every single Instagram post you guys see on our Instagram page is like 98% of them I'm on a toilet. It could be in my office. I don't give a fuck where I do it. Somewhere. It could be a Taco Bell. Heck, I wish it wasn't that way. <laughs> yeah, but that's just who I am. <laughs> um, it's all about me, really. <laughs> that's that's my statement. Is If I'm going to poop in public, it's just another excuse for me to make a situation about me. Because people are going to walk in there and be like, oh, who did that? And I'm like, it's me. <laughs> because I am so important. Um, but, yeah, the montage. He's like... I can't even remember all the stuff he does. He's sleeping outside her house. Sleeping outside her house in a, in a sleeping, sleeping bag. bag. Like, with his shoes out and like he's just coughing and she he's wakes like, up and she's like, <gasps> Good morning, Aaron. Yeah, he's just in his, it's so creepy. He like pretends to be a um, movie theater, like ticket like taker or yeah. whatever. But he's smoking a cigarette like blowing it in their faces. So funny. Because she's, you know, because at this point she's back with Tommy. So he's Trash. with them. Then they're, then they're at a drive-in like Sonic type thing. And he's like giving them the food and he's like winking at her and he's like, how's everyone going? And then he puts his glasses back on and he's like chewing gum. And Tommy's like, I think you forgot to catch up. And Nick's like, oh, did, did I? And as he's saying that, like the gum falls out of his mouth, like into Tommy's fries. Yes. And it's just actually like fucking hilarious. It's so funny. He like somehow sneaks in into all her textbooks because they don't go to the same high school. Um, he goes to public school in Hollywood. So. Hollywood. He goes to Hollywood High. Um, but so he, yeah, like he's sleep, like somehow she's like looking through her textbooks and in this montage there's like pictures of him. Oh, from like a photo booth. Yeah, that he's stuck in and the pages. And he's like, eh. <laughs> And instead of being like, when did he have the opportunity to get this on me? She's like, wow. He's so sweet. Like, oh my God. He's, he's persistent. Like, really showing a lot of love for me. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Right. Golly. Tommy only gave me this bracelet and fucked my best friend. Which she never says anything. For some reason I thought no. she keeps that shit. That's the thing about all the subplots is like they have so many subplots. For like a minute. For like ten minutes of screen time max. And then it's like, why the fuck did we need to know that? Right, because there's never they never come up again. There's never a resolution. Yeah. Really. Like there's this whole subplot with Susie's mom from like the party earlier yeah. where like Susie's mom really wants to like bone. Susie's crush, Skip. and Susie and Susie is one of the four girls. Like the friends is Julie, Susie, Stacy, and then Tommy Pickles' character. Lauren. Sorry, Lauren. So, oh, so Susie's mom. So yeah, but uh, Susie's mom is like a cougar type because she's like a single mom. So she's going for Skip, who is into her. Yeah. Like he. Oh yeah. He's calling and like being like, so wait, that actually makes me wonder because he fucks Susie. Right. Did he do it to get back at the mom? I think he came in to attempt, because he's because when he shows up, okay, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to back up. Um, so Skip is Susie's crush, but because her mom is like single and Susie's getting older, she actually makes a comment at the beginning of the movie about how there's like this weird rivalry between them. Oh. And I guess... Skip becomes their object, their mutual object of desire. He's like a delivery boy. Like Susie's mom, like orders shit, and he brings it to her, and she's like, "Just tell me directly, Skip. What do you want?" Yeah. And he's like, "Uh." <laughs> he's like, "Um, I'm like 16, and <laughs> yeah. I'm not allowed, but like you're I, hot. I got fuck. some like uh deliveries to uh attend to." <laughs> He's like, but well, because I mean, he's definitely obviously into her because he says, like, well, she goes, well, how about you tell me, say Beth, <laughs> I, and he's like, ah, uh, well, 
it, it's not a coincidence that I'm the one delivering your groceries. And she goes, well, that's there's that. There's a star And there. then she's like, and Susie's about to be home soon. And he's like, yeah, I got to, like, go deliver shit. So, <laughs> bye. But then he calls the house. Yeah. And asks about the mom when Susie picks up the phone. And Susie's like, oh, she's on a date. And Skip's like, a date? He's, like, hurt by it. Yeah. And then Susie's, like, because they're having a sleepover, the four girls, in their underwear. and Underwear dance slumber party. Yeah. <laughs> With pigtails and everything. It's very grease. Um, oh, so so grease. And um, so so she's, like, well, my mom's not here. And, like, we're all here. Like, come over. And he's, like, uh, I got to go. I was just calling to say hi. Bye. And, like, hangs up. And, like, he's clearly upset. So he comes back later in the movie. But here, this is where I was going to say, mm. is he... I think he comes with the intention to see the mom because he says, he picks up a book, like, he walks in their house, like, just unannounced. Mrs. Susie's mom, I have this textbook. Yeah, like, he picks up a book, like, in their house and is like, I came to, he's like, hello, I came to return Susie's book. Then he walks upstairs and hears the shower on. And it's in the mom's bedroom. Mm -hmm. So they go in and he like goes into the shower. So I think he really was there to see her. And then he was like, pussy's pussy, you know? And he sees a naked lady in the same shower Nick Cage was standing in, which by the way, you can see her entire body. So everyone knew Nick was in there. Yeah. But um, yeah, you see Bush through it too. And I was Mm. like, yes, good. Um, (laughs) Wow, power. (laughs) Wow, I love the 80s. Um, And so... So you, but you don't know who it is, and then you know there's the whole like someone comes home, but they don't show the face, and so, and there's and it's like cutting between like someone coming into the house, and him having sex with someone else, but we don't know who it is, and then the mom walks in on him and Susie. So my question is, because this is one another thing that never gets resolved. They're like, <gasps> and like clearly they keep hooking up later because they're like missing at the dance for a little bit. And oh like, what yeah, what took yeah. you so long? Oh yeah, because then they went to prom together. Yeah, but so. So Susie's mom was, like, obviously probably a little jealous when she walked in, but, like, nothing happened. So now he's just into Susie because he fucked her first. Yeah. It's just like, oh, so I was trying to hit on your mom, but this works. Like, I'm game, you yeah. know. Yeah, he's like, I guess this makes more sense anyway. Like, y'all are related anyway. <laughs> right, it's the same. You'll look like her. What's going to be different? Right. <laughs> um, except for that Susie's mom is definitely hotter than Susie. True, though. She's like a redhead. I think the only other thing we really wanted to touch on in this movie is the parents in general. Oh, Because Julie's yeah. parents are fantastic. They're fantastic. But the really funny thing is that all of the parents... Did we already say this? All the parents... Well, we've mentioned it, yeah. All of the people that play the parents are almost exactly the same age as the teenagers. Yeah. Like, the actors themselves are only, what, you said nine years apart? Nine years max. Yeah. <laughs> so we have, like, Julie and, like, her parents who are, like hippies and like they went to woodstock and like and the march like, on washington yeah they like, own a v ve- they're the asia was like they are the og vegans they are because they own like a health foods place it's like a healthy deli yeah and obviously they smoke weed like yeah he, the there's dad. a scene where the dad literally like needs to calm down so he goes and smokes like hot boxes in the bathroom he's like nervous he's like oh my god our daughter's going to prom and he like makes kind of weird innuendos all the time about being like our daughter's hot thank god you look like her still because yeah. you're only nine years older yeah and they're all the same age the it's dad's like- the only one who looks a little bit older but he still looks really young and he looks like uncle rico oh that's yeah. asia said that during the movie and it was pretty fucking dead he on it's literally like borderline bull cut mustache shirt tucked in i'm basically describing myself <laughs> asia 
was Nick Cage in this movie. I'm so deep and real. Yeah. <laughs> misunderstood. He's so misunderstood. And I just like... Uh. And I'm really in love. And I'm going to do like creepy things and definitely like questionable stalker stuff. But like she was into it, so it's okay. Date me. So the dad, yeah, he like he kind of makes jokes about how he's like, these are my girls. I love my girls. And he's like nervous about her going to prom. So he, he like puts, they show him put the towel like rolled up under the door and we're like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. She's getting high in the bathroom. He's like, I'm looking for the, and then he can't, and he's taking pictures of them and he doesn't, forgets to take the lens cap off. The lens so cap there's, on. there's humor in it. No. Yeah. That's, that's definitely like you said, you were like, they, these parents have to be a joke. Cause there's like a scene where she comes home after staying out all night and her mom's like, Laying on the floor, like eagle spread, like with but her like legs over her head, bent backwards over her head, and you just like see like crotch shot of underwear <laughs> through her black tights. Yeah, and she's like, "Where have you been?" Yeah, and it's like this weird ass yoga pose. Um, it, yeah, so there, so there's definitely humor with them, but I don't know. Is there anything else that the subplots were weird? The parents were weird. That Nick Cage's chest hair is weird. Um, since they were dating in the movie, the breakup scene at the door. It was so hard for them. It was so hard because they were like, we don't get it because we're really in love. We're really in love and we like want to be together. Like nothing can keep us apart really. <laughs> Not even Martha Coolidge. Not even Martha Coolidge. <laughs> or the bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I don't know how long they were together. I have no idea. We didn't know this until like an hour ago, so. No, it's it's solid. All in all though. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you don't like it. I think it's enjoyable to watch, at least. Yeah. I would I, say it's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess we should rate these movies. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean... They're all going to be would watch, because Nicolas Cage is going to be great. Yeah, why wouldn't you watch it? <laughs> right. But if our word means anything... Yeah, I mean, I would say it's definitely worth a watch, because um, it's fun, it's hokey, it's typical 80s. yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a funny dramatic take on Hollywood in LA, which I think is funny. And so. it's kind of accurate. It is kind of accurate, even to this day. We we live in Los Angeles, I don't so know. we're like the experts, right? Like we're like everyone in LA is like so knowledgeable about LA itself because we're all from here. Totally, like I've lived here my whole life, like. <laughs> we're not making fun of I, I people get so upset about everything. We're not making fun of people from LA. We're making fun of us because we're from Illinois. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the Valley Girl thing is just us being dumbasses. I'm from the flatlands. Yes. Niels. Um it's cold there. But yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was a fun movie. I I you know after talking about it a little bit more, I don't hate it. Hate is a strong word, but I definitely like found it pretty fucking annoying and very cringeworthy because just him is it got I got it was so much. Well, do you want to know something? Yeah, that's how I feel about Vampire's Kiss. Oh, I don't want to oh. watch it again. I'm so excited to watch that one. I again. don't want to. Oh, that's okay. You I'm don't only have gonna to. watch it because Sam. Yeah, because Sam will come. Hi. Um. <laughs> We're going to have our friends will come join us and stuff. We'll have special guests. Some special guests. So, Marta, what can we expect from the remainder of the episodes of this podcast? Ooh, that's a good question. I know. I was trying to figure out how to end this. Um, well, I guess a lot of fun Nick Cage facts. Oh, yeah. We'll have an expert eventually. We should do, like, a two truths and a lie. About Nick Cage? <laughs> yeah. 
Like, like test each other? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, Dom, Dom can test us. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll wait. Um, so I guess, I guess all in all, um, it's going to be a lot of brutal honesty about ourselves and our lives. Oof. Yeah. On top of all of the Nick Cage discussions. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say paraphernalia for some reason. Yeah, it, it almost is. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you feel hopeful about in this journey <laughs> nothing <laughs> no. the um, end we just stop thanks for watching <laughs> yeah. listening <Fucking> listening <laughs> what medium is this we're new at this yeah i mean i don't know i'm excited to continue on the journey i think i definitely think that episodes going forward will be like a little bit more put together and we won't have to try to re-record them yeah like three times we'll get better at it yeah it'll be more fun for you guys and we'll hopefully get funnier yeah, I mean, I'm trying my best. I know. She, this is just a lot of effort for Asia. I know. I'm, like, going to go to bed after this because I'm tired. <laughs> Real fast side note. We left Ben and Jerry's tonight, and Asia was like, see? <laughs> She's like, why can't I be? F-? She's like, I'm fucking hilarious with the Ben and Jerry's guy. Why can't I be like this all the time? But it only happens in Ben and Jerry's. It's so true. Like, anybody who, like, puts aside their time to listen to this bullshit. <laughs> like, this is the real me. <laughs> when you see me and I'm sitting in the corner at the party and I'm being quiet and looking awkward and I'm drinking one beer and getting drunk. <laughs> Give one beer. <laughs> That's not the real me. No, this is the privacy of our own home. Chaos. But I think... Um, no, it's going to be interesting because um, we're going to watch him grow older. We're going to watch him go from the hunk to the, the crazies because the first couple movies and the first couple episodes, he's a very different Nicolas Cage than we know today. Oh, very much so. So um, I think it's going to be really fun to like dissect and watch that growth because as his teeth get better, his personality gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> he stops being humble. Yeah. I don't know if he ever really was. I mean, he kind of, yeah. He might have been. He's kind of endearing, but we, we have a strong love for him, and we're excited to see, um, just see him develop over the years. And, I, and, and to be honest, we honestly, like, I, unfortunately, I claim to be, like, obsessed with the cage and all this shit, but I was looking at the list, and, like, I have not seen a lot of the big ones. There's so many. It's There's like, so many. It's hard. He's got, like, a hundred right now crazy and so that i mean it's it's hard but that's what we're doing we're yeah. gonna do it we're on the journey and now so are you yeah so if uh, you've made it this is to this point in the podcast good job proud of you thank you yay yay we did our this was our first podcast this is <laughs> this is our first podcast ever thanks for being a part of it um like subscribe what do you say at the end of these shit i don't know just like listen to the next episode when we put it out yeah subscribe i think it helps does it? Uh, all the podcasts I listen to, they're like, like, subscribe, whatever, follow us on. Our Instagram is gone in 60 seconds. N-I-C-S-T-Y. Um, same with our email. If you have to email us for some fucking reason, it's gone in 60 seconds at gmail.com. Send me some hate mail, baby. Yeah. Ooh, no, I'm so tender. I'm narcissistic, but I'm gentle. Address it to me. <laughs> it's just like, I'll read it to her. <laughs> But, all right, well, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>